back to batting around. It's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. I'm your co-host Jane Austen. With me as always is Lauren. I'm Lauren. It's <laughs> Steven. Yo. All right. I'm just gonna edit all of that out. You're both gonna. <laughs> you're both gonna enter in with your normal uh, introductions at, at a normal time. I'm not gonna stand for this. You, you forget That's that fine. I have the power a lot. <laughs> I'm fine with making you do more work always. Got some baseball stuff to talk about, uh, but Lauren, I understand that you have some something else you wanna you wanna bring up here. Yes, I, this is prompted by my saying right before we started recording. I had a big soda week, uh, which is a a sentence construction I enjoy saying. Cellar door type shit. Yeah, <laughs> I found at the store A and W zero. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's A and W root beer, but with the you know evil fake sugars of Coke Zero rather than. Diet Coke. Oh. And right. this, I don't want to be controversial. I think AW is the best of the major national root beers. Yeah. So this was big for me. And I was never a big, big on Barks. I know a lot of people like Barks. It has bite. Not my favorite. I was always AW or dad's when I could get it. I just don't like root beer. I don't know if this is a controversial That's take or not. To me. Root beer is the most delicious of all of the sodas. That's flagrantly false. It rocks and it is one of the things that delineates us from the barbaric Europeans who <laughs> exactly. did not grow up with it, so they don't like it. But no, it's it's great. For sure I rules. did grow up with it, and I don't like it. Okay, it's, how do you how do you hate a drink that's so powerful? It's illegal to buy the source ingredients. I don't hate it. It's just <laughs> I don't like it. It's it is it is nothing to me. <laughs> I was at a bar yesterday, or I was at a cocktail bar yesterday. Uh, for dinner and drinks it's a vegan horror themed restaurant very lovely but that like sounds amazing. On, oh you gotta come when you when you visit we were leaving and they have like a little halloween uh bucket of candy on the way out and i and mm-hmm. like i was just like i grab and i got a lollipop that was mystery flavored and i'm like oh this is so exciting and i put it in my mouth and i'm like it's root beer Fuck. I didn't think you were capable of indifference as a Phillies fan. Everything had to be as high as possible <laughs> or as low as possible. I'm surprised we found something on which you're like moderately uninterested in it. I, there's a lot of, I have a lot of moderate uninterests. Uh, root beer. Oh, fuck. I wasn't prepared for this. Cut this. <laughs> cut this. Cut this. It's too early. I can't think fast. Talk about your soda so week. So I had a good soda week. That I, I enjoyed a number of uh, and W zero root beers. So probably each one probably takes like a week off your life. Uh, all the... Yeah, it's probably worse for you than if you just gone for the full flavor ones. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was big. If you can find it on the shelves, give it a try. That's the Lauren endorsement of the week. I, I will take issue though, because you you did reply to me on a tweet this week where you said that the zero beverages were better than sugared yeah, sodas. I are. think that's fucking insane. That is like that's like Coke. <laughs> I like. No, no, that's that's not that's just not true. Did you grow up in a Diet Coke household? I think that's the delineating thing there is soda was never something with full flavor to me. I grew up in a house where we only drank diet sodas, really. Not where we not where it was only drank. No, like my mom would have Diet Coke and my grandma would have Diet Coke. But the 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 real stuff was available too. diet sodas are absolutely foul and disgusting. Yeah. Um, we know and... it's like a cilantro thing. You might have the gene that makes Diet Coke taste bad to you. <laughs> that would be, yeah. I might. No, that's I, a real I, thing. I'm not. I'm not riffing. That's a real thing. Uh, for diet soda, there's a gene for, for, specifically for some of the uh, chemicals in diet in Diet Coke. Yeah, maybe maybe there is because like 
no it's it's just it's not good like <laughs> i've i've tried to like be like all right well, i'll just drink diet so no it's it's yeah, terrible it hits, it hits the bitter receptor on your tongue rather than the sweet receptor like that's literally mm -hmm. the science of it it's, i think it's called ace k is the the sweetener and it's in a bunch yeah. of diet sodas is it in the zero ones no okay well coke zero and those they still like they still taste often like they i i, I could be fooled for like a couple sips but eventually it hits me like every every once in a while, like since they've come out, I'll like go to the gas station and I'll grab a Coke or a Mountain Dew or something and accidentally get the zero. Mm -hmm. And like where I don't even realize what it is and I'll and I'll have a couple sips and then just be like, there is something not right here. Like this is <laughs> this is not good. And then I'm like, oh, I fuck, fuck, I bought the Mountain Dew zero. Every time I have one of them, I'm like, it's almost good. It's like, it's almost good. But the more of it I have, the worse it gets. It's a horrible aftertaste that lingers in at like the front of your mouth. And yeah. like, it, it kind of like, it just, it's gross. Mm -mm. Yeah, it doesn't it's work. It's the sweet nectar of life for me. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, when you're like, well, you didn't grow up in a Diet Coke household. Well, it's like, yeah, but... I if I if I have both around, I've had both, so I have the comparison. <laughs> like if you're I mean, I've had, you've just like poisoned yourself. <laughs> I've had the full flavor sodas. I just don't. I'm not. It, it, they don't. It's it's not worth the trade off to me because first off, all the sugar just makes me like need to lie down after. It's one one factor. Can we rank the the root beers real quick? Yeah, of course. I'm okay. always ready to do that. I know we're gonna disagree on A and W and Barks. But can we at least agree that mug sucks? Uh, like I think a, a mug it makes for a good root beer float. Um, but I wouldn't okay. drink it on its own. Yeah, I think they're terrible. I I think I I prefer. Barks, it would be my but... first choice for a root beer float. I I don't think Barks works for a root beer float at all. It's just like not too much the, bite. not the right kind. Yeah, yeah too much bite. <laughs> what a great marketing campaign it was to get everyone everyone talking about bite. Uh, and it, that's just caffeine. That's all that is too. Yeah. That flavor. Uh, Wait, Barks is caffeinated? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea that was like a distinguishing root beer thing. Yes. Because New Orleans is a very Barks town. Like the glass bottle Barks is like a big, like a New Orleans okay. like, local thing. Do that, is that where like the red Barks is too? Yeah. Yeah. The red cream soda, which I had a bottle of over continuing really May 24th is the year I get back into sodas. Because I had one when I was back in New Orleans over the holiday. And it was like, yeah. it took me two days to drink it. I couldn't get it all down in one, in one go. I know. I think it came out last year. But I think the soda of the year, the mass-produced soda of the year, is going to be that uh, Dr. Pepper with cream soda. Ooh, yeah. I had, I had a little of that. That was pretty it's good. It's really good. It's really it was good. A, it was a good year for sodas between that it's and the um, year nitro soda. <laughs> What's, okay. what's frustrating is that none of this innovation is making it to the ballpark. The ballpark dispensers are still like the same <laughs> yeah. eight sodas we've had on tap for generations. No, it's true. And MLB doesn't have a, an agreement for the uh, st soda style machine. What are they called? The freestyle machine. Freestyle machine. Terrible, by the way. Yeah. I had one of the movies that it was just like, it just put out water. It was awful. It, it's trying to do too much. Too much mm -hmm. stuff. Just like, oh, I can make, you know, like a, a nigh unlimited combinations of soda. Like, it's not going to be good. No. Plus Ultimately, all these like, other weird flavors. The world doesn't stuff. need like a lime mellow yellow. No, no. We, don't, we don't need it. Like the, the the idea of it is great, but like you go there and be like, oh, can I have this thing make an orange cream soda? It's like, no, it's going to be terrible. It's not going to yeah. be like a good, like, you know, Stewart's orange cream or something or like a Sprecher. It's just going to be like this horrible slurry of high C and like vanilla syrup. It's not good. I don't think the machines get the maintenance they need either. I think a yeah. lot of places skip on that. But, yeah. And I did hear from when Emma Bocciolari was on StaffCast. Oh, her soda newsletter is great. Yeah. Soda queen. I'm a big fan of that newsletter. 
Yeah. But you're saying that the uh, the ballparks are behind. She reported that at Camden, in at least in the for the for the press box people, they haven't rebranded their Sierra Mist to Starry yet. Oh, so they really are falling behind at the ballparks. <laughs> I think teams should make their own sodas. They all have like a, a local brewery they contract yeah. with now. Why can't I get like a Reds flavored red soda or like a what like what what would the what would the Dodgers soda be like? Uh, that's that's something I kind of want. Is the team yeah. to venture into that territory? Yeah, like make make that a a real uh, incentive to go to the ballpark. Like yeah. we have like, exclusive the... sodas. What would the Twins soda be like? What's like that's, a local that's flavor? So, that's so nineties though. The nineties were great. I think we can all admit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone pines for the nineties. At least Zoomers <laughs> who weren't alive for it pine for the nineties. We all want the nineties back. Oh, are they doing that now? I'm. Yeah, of course. Everything is cyclical enough. So yes, of course. Yeah, I wish I had more to say on soda chat, but I'm just like, give me a seltzer. Yeah, not a. There's there's seltzer gays and then there's everyone else. It, it yeah. it's not it's not for me. I'd rather just have water, like normal water, than <laughs> seltzer at ten times out of ten. You yeah. you're gonna be so mad at me. I went to the movies yesterday and I got a fountain drink and I asked them, I'm like, hey, can you just put the soda water in it instead of like you know any of the sodas? And they're like, yeah, sure. And That's I had fine. A nice little, I don't have anything against that. I had a nice little fountain, gigantic, overly large fountain drink of uh, <laughs> seltzer. It's like 44 it's... ounces of <laughs> yeah. seltzer water. <laughs> That's still like the most ethical seltzer water you consume in America. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for the most part, not to get too into it. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, how many how many companies involved in the supply chain to get that to you are on the BDS list, but like. <laughs> probably oh God, some. yeah that's right probably in everything we're doing you know so you guys ever watch that youtube of the the old um the old seltzer delivery service that still operates in brooklyn very fun youtube no yeah it's a company it's like a mom and like a, a mom and pop place that still does home seltzer cartridge deliveries of like the big glass bottles of seltzer it's great right 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 like a clown would have yeah exactly like, literally they spray, they spray the thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah they, re they recycle oh, the old cool. seltzer bottles that's good <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. I guess we should probably talk about baseball it's the off season. or something. There's, there's baseball the stuff season. happening. Yeah. 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 Stuff's happened. Biggest one, probably uh, Cubs getting uh, winning the Shota Imanaga sweepstakes for a year. Yeah. Weird kind of incentive laden deal. But I'm I'm just happy that he's not on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. previously <laughs> articulated sleepy reasons. Because we're 35 years old. Ha yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Like, I am. Oh, thank you. Yes, happy birthday. No one mentioned it last week when it was on, we were recording on my birthday, but thank you. You didn't tell oh, us. Oh, I didn't realize. I did not. No, I didn't do anything for my birthday. I kept a kept a lid on it. Yeah. 35 is not like a celebra like a celebration year, I don't think. No. Like what Sean has said, you know, where he's like 38's normal age to be. It's like 35's <laughs> like that too. It's just a it's, it's a normal normal ass yeah. age to be. Yeah. It's it's been not, all right. There's not a lot to celebrate. Like, oh, I could theoretically run for president now. Okay, cool. Uh no, yeah, no thanks. It was a relief. He didn't just go to the Dodgers or, or the Giants or something. <laughs> and uh, I am starting to warm to the Cubs again, which is which is dangerous. I don't I don't I like this. We, I am on the same page. I think this podcast had an anti-Cubs bent for a couple of years after 2016. Mm -hmm. yes. But I think uh the fan base has calmed down enough and is normal enough now and it really helps that the white Sox have gotten horrifically bad um, <laughs> that i'm warming up to the uh warming up to the cubs as well yeah my my deep love for the city of chicago is is unique in that it does not at all translate to my opinions of their sports teams mm -hmm. um no you should objectively not root for any chicago sports team except maybe the cubs yeah well the only, like, i mean at this point it's like one 
there there's a Chicago baseball team that I will that I will allow myself warmish feelings towards and it's kind of like if it's not one it's the other thing and it was the White Sox for a bit and, and now it is very much not the White Sox I no, think I, I don't anything that Jerry Reinsdorf touches just withers and, and dies yeah. look I okay we we gotta be fair here maybe it's not the best idea to like be like well fucking look, the White Sox suck ass now they're a horrible organization like <laughs> let's not forget who owns True. the cubs True. and what sort of business practices surround wrigley field <laughs> all true maybe we should take a step back and say we, we don't need to like any of <laughs> i i think the white Sox stuff is and the jerry runs is very present in my mind because the biggest news story in, in american sports this week other than football playoffs was bulls fans booing jerry kraus and his widow crying during during their <laughs> ring of honor ceremony for the 90s bulls this is the most horrifically most horrific thing uh, i've ever seen a fan base do. just unruly so that, i i, I got to look at i got to look at this yeah i'm sorry I, I have to i have to watch the video i'm sorry have you saw, were tuned into this i don't know i i guess i follow a lot of white Sox people and it was adjacent to that oh wow but yeah it was it was like Jordan and Pippen didn't even show up to this thing. Like Jerry Cross's widow is like one of the only like p- actual people from that like era of sports to like be at this thing. Scotty Pippen can do a voice on American Dad, but he can't do this. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, the picture. Is... Yeah, the pictures <laughs> of the widow. Oh I... my god. I I cannot include this in the episode art. That no no, no it's generally no. just sad. I was it's like, just, this is it's this funny because is... it, it's the bulls being being yeah. <laughs> total assholes. But I can't really riff on it's... this. <laughs> it looks like a curb your enthusiasm <laughs> like. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, Reinsdorf oh. should just be summarily taken out of the sport any any way he can when it has us forgetting about how bad uh, the rickets are we like yeah. you gotta go man <laughs> i do enjoy how often he comes up on this podcast yeah is he the owner we talk about the most probably yeah yeah uh, we had a, like obviously talk about oakland a lot this year but in previous years i yeah and like we've had we like have adam on the show a lot and stuff, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> i think honestly it's gotta it's gotta be reinsdorf and we talked about you know tony larusa so much that yeah like mm. jerry catches some strays from there too because it's his fault so <laughs> no like, not strays though they're not strays they're, they're no. very much accurate and intended <laughs> Yeah, the, the Larusa is the human shield, and as you shoot <laughs> into Larusa, they also hit Cherry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a an ethical Chicago sports team to root for right now. So Shota Minaga's there anyway. Yeah, yeah, that'll so be okay. fun. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, uh, I see the White Sox signed uh, veteran character actress Margot Martindale. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh no, sorry, I misread. That was Martin Maldonado, the catcher. Not <laughs> not under underrated uh gem Margot Martindale. That's uh one of the greatest actresses of her generation. Yeah, they man the Astros really wanted to <laughs> really were happy to get rid of Maldonado after Baker retired. Just like, yeah. all right, there's nobody that will that would like he can't hurt us anymore. There's we can't <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Uh, I think we already talked about Sean Manaya signing with the Mets for two years. Uh, it's not really a signing of note. Did but... I miss that? Yeah, yeah. It's... We mentioned it last week, yes. Oh, I it was It wasn't forgot. like a 
big enough move the needle thing to really discuss too much. I th- Blake Snell got an offer from the Yankees. Did he accept it? I think he did. Pretty sure he did. Uh, and then the Yankees are uh, signed uh, Marcus Stroman, which in retrospect seems inevitable. Yes. That he'd come back for revenge on the New York sports media circuit. Yeah. I think looking at it more, I think it's really perfect for both teams because I think he is maybe the most authentically Yankees uh, guy uh, mm. since like maybe like the 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that uh, he is from Long Island. His dad is a cop. And he went to Duke, and he's five <laughs> seven, and clearly a little bit insecure about it. <laughs> and he's chippy on Twitter. He's chippy on Twitter too. Yeah, most Yankees guy they've ever signed. I think it's like one of the things that you need to do to to survive there. Like, or it's oh, one totally. of the better strategies. Like, a lot of guys will try to just keep their heads down and play the game, but like. I think you need to be chippy with them because like the, at any point, the New York sports media could just decide you're the problem, whether you are or not. And like, yeah. it's happened to him. <laughs> so like, yeah. you, you yeah. might as well just like constantly be chippy with them, you know, call them weird Italian slurs on Twitter <laughs> or fave, fave tweets where people yeah, have done yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to accuse Strowman of doing anything. He hasn't. No, I like him. I like to be clear. I like the guy. I think he's uh, a yeah. little, little odd at times, but he's got true poster spirit, which I respect. He absolutely has poster spirit. Like dude loves Posted highlights of himself, which people hate, but I think that's great. I think you should be doing that. Yeah. If, if, I, I, were, could... if I were a fucking, oh, if I were a fucking major league baseball player, <laughs> yeah, that's all my Twitter would be is highlights of myself. Like a genuinely good <laughs> starting pitcher for an extended period of time. It's a period of time in major league baseball. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You should be high in yourself. And he's like a short righty who has succeeded in MLB despite like outperforming his fifth like every single year of his career until twenty twenty three. Like, yeah, pretty cool. Yes. Oh, and WBC MVP in 2017. Can't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Very appropriate signing for the Yankees. Hope he does well there. Um, Hope that he's he's like a the perfect like number three starting pitcher. The vibes of that team is going to be real interesting this year. Uh, Yeah, we're coming off a year where neither New York team made the playoffs. In retrospect, it will be considered one of the that's gonna be like how I talk about like movies from 2006. Like where it was like like bangers up and down the lineup, everything was amazing. Yeah, that's what the twenty twenty three season where neither uh, New York team made it to the postseason is going to feel like to me. Yeah, and then who won the fucking Texas Rangers? What the fuck? Like, what <laughs> that's a weird fine. Year. Like yeah. Oh, and no, Jordan Hicks got a nice little five year deal with the Giants. That's I think the Giants would you could say they would have a good off season if they were playing in any other division against any other team other than the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, of the West. The Dodgers, you mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like at this point, they're just the Dodgers. Like the Yankees don't do Yankee stuff anymore. The Dodgers exactly. do. Except that the Dodgers don't have like, the, the Dodgers are like. um They don't uh, have the, the 27 rings, count them. The way I think about the Dodgers, I think about, uh, I, I forget which movie it is, but it's some movie about uh, the Iraq war, the second Iraq war. And a, like a, a captive is telling his American, like the American soldier interviewing him, uh, and the soldier says he doesn't smoke. And like the guy says something about like how it's, it's like America, you know, introduced smoking to the world. Then they all stopped. The Dodgers like are that kind of are that, that team to me. They're like the like all all powerful uh, juggernaut that has like weirdly good healthy habits. That's where am I going with this analogy? I don't know. Did, I, neither of you remember this movie clearly. What was that? I think it was a Jessica Chastain one. Hmm. And the, the guy was just bitching about how soldiers don't do anything unhealthy anymore. That's, that's not, the that's not ringing a bell with me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying here. The Dodgers are like the, uh, 
the U.S. military, they're spending a ton of money. And <laughs> <laughs> they have better results, though. But just like the U.S. military, like victory is not guaranteed in the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> in a way, 2023 is kind of a preview of like the U.S. military versus the Houthis, where yeah. like <laughs> if the Arizona Diamondbacks are the Houthi warriors <laughs> who you cannot bomb into submission. <laughs> Every great like Di- Diamondbacks postseason run needs some kind of analogy like that. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> they were the Taliban in two thousand one. They're the Houthis in twenty twenty three. I hope by like the next time they make a deep postseason run, we have like some like new like I hope like the Shining Path cult makes a comeback or something yeah. around then. <laughs> That'd be a more fun comparison. Yeah. Did you see the? genuinely terrible ken rosenthal piece about wander oh yeah about yeah about how like you you should be wary about signing guys to mega deals because maybe they're a a sex best wander franco situation Mm. shows risk in investing long term in players in their early 20s Just like, okay, we got to just take every salary suppression talking point that we possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not worth giving guys contracts because, you know, they might be pedophiles. <laughs> like, you can't you can't give a guy a big contract. Uh, He might have some heads in his freezer. Like, <laughs> oh, God, it sucks. It sucks so much. And then just like, yeah, and using this situation where there is a real, you know, underage fucking rape victim. Awful, awful, Ken. Really, really bad move. Such horrible taste. Not surprising that The Athletic is owned by the New York Times when you see shit yeah. like this, though. Oh, my God. It's impressive how repulsive this take is. Really bad. Like, there's a there's an artistry to this. It was the worst thing I've seen in a while on, on baseball, or from, a, from, like, a baseball writer. Mm-hmm. At least since, you know, there was takes a week before that about you know, people were helping rehabilitate Trevor Bauer. Oh, so yeah. Maybe, uh, God, everything is awful. I really do not want to have to fucking talk about him this year. Don't sign guys to a big contract because they might be sexual predators. And also give give Trevor Bauer a second chance. <laughs> but let's bring Trevor Bauer back. Yeah, mm-hmm. really great. <laughs> really, really great state that baseball's in right now. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, do we have another subject to talk about at all? That's baseball this week. Yeah. On the Cubs, it's it is kind of depressing that they're still projected to be like third or fourth in the offseason despite making a bunch of signings. They're still mm-hmm. not projected to be very good. Then again, I don't think any team in the NL Central is expected to be good. Are the are the Cardinals gonna be good again? Like are they just a bad team now? I don't no one knows. Yeah, with they they signed Sonny Gray. Oh, that's something I can talk about. I, uh lovely new airport uh in Kansas City. Uh <laughs> Kansas City Airport is quite nice. Spent spent a long layover there last week. Um Good food, uh, good environment, uh, A minus airport. Sonny Gray's a cardinal. He signed pretty early in the off season. Oh, uh, that seems like a good fit. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's like a country boy. He'll be, he'll yeah, be yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Lauren, what are your criteria for a good airport? Uh, good food, reasonably priced cocktails. Uh, you know, for an airport, and uh, like a good environment to sit in, be able to charge my phone while I'm sitting down, and uh, a couple good restaurants to hang out at is always nice. Like a uh, New Orleans airport, currently my my favorite num- number one favorite airport. Food in there is very good. <laughs> they have actual like deals on cocktails that are well made, and uh, yeah, Kansas City had place uh, third or fourth. Don't really care much about the layout or anything. It's just like as long as you can get some good food 
and just chill out. I mean, like, what else do you need? Like, they, they need like a bookstore where you can buy like a, a paperback, maybe. But I don't, I don't do that at the airport. <laughs> yeah, you need a Hudson News. Like, yeah, everyone, <laughs> every one of them has that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a place where you sit for four hours and maybe get a a, a bite to eat. That's what an airport is. It's it's great. A long. What are you doing that you are sitting in an airport for four hours? So it was just a layover. Well, I had like an hour of a layover. Okay. But then, like on the plane, they said they had like a load imbalance. They want to volunteer. We'll get you six hundred dollars in travel credits. Oh, uh, okay. And I was like, you know, I don't have anything else going on. I'll press a little button and just hung out at the airport for four hours. Nice. Got the next yeah. flight, middle seat, whatever. <laughs> I need. I need an airport with a layout that isn't confusing. A bathroom that isn't small and charging ports at every seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kansas City Air bathrooms. Very nice. Huge. And they had uh, like oh, a man. whole section of just um, a family bathroom, you know, for the like the gender neutral bathrooms. Quite a few. O'Hare is nice, but it's also a nightmare to navigate. And I hate it. Yeah, that makes for a bad airport when like you have to like go through like a security it's to get to so a gate. big. It's so fucking yeah. big. I hate the ones that don't have like a central hub and then like split off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like the ones where it's just like, okay, you have to just walk this like huge line. Yeah. <laughs> like every yeah, yeah, that that is the absolute worst, especially when it's like when it's a connecting flight. And it's just I think like, that's right, like get across the entire fucking airport. Like it's like airports you know, that were just built in the middle of nowhere have that a lot of the time. Yeah. Like yeah. the Phoenix airport has the city has grown around it. But it is like super spread out like that. We have oh. to take multiple moving sidewalks to get between terminals. Yeah, yeah. that great. sucks. Not like great. we have to yeah take a whole bunch of them. Minneapolis airport is is pretty nice, but there's still a little bit of more than of that than I would like. Absolutely worst airport of all time is definitely Newark, in my opinion. Of of American domestic <laughs> airports, Newark is the pits because it has I, all of that. I love. And also, Newark. you have to take yeah. You also have to take a tram to get anywhere. The little tiny little cramped, awful uh, terminals. Shout out to the Philadelphia International Airport, which is very close to the city. And you don't have to, like, it's getting there is not a fucking nightmare. It's not that big. Mm-hmm. I, is it I like metro it. accessible? Yeah. 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 That's great. That's the like key, yeah, that's, that's number one in an airport. Yeah. Um, the train runs there and the highway gets you there even faster, which is, you know, cars, boo, but it's ugly. And it's not fun to stay in for long periods of time, but it's small enough that everything is very easily accessible and Mm -hmm. it's close enough to the city center where it's easily accessible. So you get in, you get out, boom, boom, done. I had a a totally serviceable cheesesteak at the Philadelphia International Airport once. Seemed like the thing to get. Yeah, I suppose so. Was it Chickies and Pete's? Uh, I think it was probably like Charlie's or something. Just like a, it was like a strip mall. Yeah, yeah. This was like 2007 or 8. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I haven't been on a ton of flights in the last couple of years. Yeah. Charlotte Airport, hate that one. Gotta hate Bad that airport. one. Never Charlotte's airport. just a city overall has awful vibes. They don't. They yeah. shouldn't have any sports teams. Yeah, I agree. What sports teams do they have? No, the no they're commonly just like, oh. you know, like, oh, expand to Charlotte. Oh, 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 oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another MLB team or something. But no, Charlotte's terrible. Uh, San Antonio Airport also terrible, mostly because it's like waiting areas. Like usually there aren't even enough seats. Like so, like you end up like just end up standing for you know an hour mm. every time I go there. Real uh, bad. Hate that one. Hate that one. Not enough chargers. Not enough seats. Terrible. Okay, let's see. Do we have any other airport, airport chats <laughs> before we go to mailbag? 
I I try not to fly as much as I can because I hate it, but uh I did recently, so all this all of my airport grievances are bubbling to the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flying sucks. Uh being in the airport is great. That's that's my take. Every airline executive uh is going to hell immediately and not pass and go as soon as they die. Correct. Yeah. I will say that I think the seven thirty seven maxes are great. I know they have a bunch of engineering problems. <laughs> But very comfortable inside. Look, Lots of legroom. I know it's determined by the airlines and not the, not the design of the plane itself. They're yeah. very nice as far as like being on a plane goes, except when they crash or doors fall off. Yeah, except when, uh, <laughs> except when the emergency door that's been painted over uh, just rips <laughs> off of the plane in mid-flight. Sorry, that's that's fine. Planes can do that. It's not a big deal. They were able to land. Like, yeah, planes whatever. only do that when they're... You're depressed. Yeah. Um, I just, I prefer the legroom. Like, I would rather that happen with like a little bit of legroom than like have to sit on the 737 800. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Cause like, I mean, every time I like, I kind of like flying like a lot of like that actually being in the plane, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I like turbulence because I'm like out of my hands. I'm an, <laughs> I'm enjoying this ride. If yeah, we absolutely. go down, we're going down. It's an like, innocent death. It's like you get yeah. out scot-free. <laughs> you know what? You just I rolled the dice, came up snake eyes. Like, just that, <laughs> that's it. Like, can't do anything about that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ooh, that, ooh, ooh, that's a nat one. Yikes. Yep. Double nat one, so the disadvantage. Like, you, uh, yep, you crash. <laughs> you burn to death. In a, uh, it's quick, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You burn to death in a field in Nebraska. It's over. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like I, I, you gotta prefer that to like the like crash landing and surviving scenario. That's almost always horrible. Yeah, that you're most likely to get eaten by another human being uh, in yeah. a plane crash. I think yeah. more than almost any other scenario outside uh, of Germany. Like, you know, outside of like like oh, uh, it's like outside sailing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pre twentieth twentieth century sailing was pretty right. rough. But right, right, right. Should we go to mailbag. Let's do a couple mail. I have I have something to say about one of these mailbag questions. Um, which one? I don't want to call out the person uh, who who asked it. Uh, we're, we're, as always, we're always grateful when people write in and submit questions. It's lovely that we have an audience that does that. The question is, are the Yankees and Astros toxic yaoi? Yeah, I thought it was going to be this one. <sighs> I just I I'm not I'm not kink shaming. I'm not <laughs> in any way judging anyone. But I, I fundamentally don't believe this should be a podcast where we talk about jacking it to cartoons. I just don't. No, want us I don't want it to that be that route. either. If that means that, you know, we lose our reputation, that's fine by me. I, I think yeah. it's funny we, that we have the reputation as the horny one when, I don't know, <laughs> you and me are, I, I think, are, are are pretty low on that meter. I Yeah, yeah. I could, I could. I could bump up the horny levels of this podcast dramatically, but I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not what we're like, doing it's, here. It's, it'd it fuck with the vibe because yeah, we're just not I, that kind of online. That's yeah, that's right. part of it, I think. Like, I, I honestly think, I honestly think, effectively wild and tipping pitches are both hornier podcasts than probably. Than this yeah, one. yeah, I'm a hornier person than any of the people on those podcasts, but this yeah. podcast is less horny than both of them. Yeah, you got it. It's you know, it's just like a. You know, one person can't carry a baseball team. You yeah, know, I do. I do. <laughs> I do the fucking. He was our horny role player. Yeah. <laughs> you can come off the bench and pinch hit the horniness for us when we need it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm below replacement level. Uh, <laughs> I, that's not a tool that I have, you know. 
Um, Real toolsy podcaster. Yeah. You got you got the horny tool. Uh, Eighty. I had that tool removed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I there's only so much that uh the hot guy draft every year can do for us. Yeah. So in, in summary, uh the answer to the question is no thank you. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> I don't even really understand the question exactly. I don't I don't really remember uh, which one Yaoi is. I know that's like there's Yaoi's the like it's the I don't I don't wanna know. I don't wanna okay. know. Don't yeah, okay. yeah, don't yeah, tell yeah. Me. All right. <laughs> go elsewhere for that. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to jump on you there, but I just we we had to shut that down quick. Yeah, <laughs> not that kind of podcast. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next question then. Cherry Coke, which MLB team is likely to have an illegal homemade tunnel on their property? It's a very New York episode. <laughs> yeah, this week they're all always New York episodes. It's yeah, New York. No, East Coast elitism gets us yeah. every time. Yep. I think a sleeper going to answer this is the Phillies because there was that guy who lived in the uh, Phillies old stadium. Yeah, and and also there's a whole Always Sunny episode about secret tunnels going like between the lake oh, yeah. and the and the thing. It's got like they they like the players needed it so they don't get like hit with batteries going between the stadium <laughs> and the hotel or whatever. So like, yeah, I think it's it's got to be Philly. I was thinking about that this week. I I came to the same conclusion. I think the illegal there is is the, the the wild card factor where you could pick like some interesting answers if you wanted to. Yeah, like which 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 uh, team has the the bullpen that this is their thing is tunneling because that would be a very yeah. bullpen thing to do. <laughs> Over the course of a season, how many, how fast does it take to like how long does it take to dig a tunnel, and like what you need a bullpen that's pretty inactive. That, that, there's a lot of starters that go along. Mm-hmm. It'd have to be the right mix of guys who like their thing is just happens to be tunneling. That's a thing guys are into sometimes. I think you could pick like um, the A's probably have a lot of time to tunnel out in, in there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they're doing out in the where wherever they hang out because like their bullpen is out in the open. And like also, or right, actual right place where they warm up. So oh yeah, of... it would have to be a team where they they have like cameras to watch them. They don't have cameras to watch them and they're indoors. That's that's a right. harder thing now. Right. Not right, a right. single fucking soul would notice a tunnel appearing at the A stadium. No <laughs> one would notice. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Maybe that... maybe be like they'd be like, oh, there's a lot more feral cats than usual i wonder how they're all getting in like maybe right. that but they won't draw the conclusion that it's a tunnel the like broadcast booth dies from radon poisoning <laughs> from digging the tunnel and like nobody even notices like the broadcasts are just completely silent <laughs> the producers are still cutting between everything but there's just nobody speaking because they've all died if you have that does like there probably is a class action lawsuit for people who have worked in the in the booth there yeah like, they, they they probably have been exposed to some mes- mesothelioma at this point <laughs> they probably got rabies exposure at this point too yeah. like oh that made me sad okay <laughs> is this our bummer episode kind of no Aaron bummer didn't sign did he <laughs> uh i let the, the question that we have answered before uh but rachel in the discord asks um what would make you switch your team allegiances um, we have answered this before but i think it's always worth saying you don't owe a fan base anything you don't owe a team anything it's always okay to switch allegiances yeah that's right um my top my threshold is very high but it it exists and it mm-hmm. is essentially what is happening to the a's and kind of what's happening to the white Sox. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know that I don't know that I would stay. No. 
Uh, if you're a fan of either of those teams, it's totally okay well, to bail okay. and watch a fun team. Well, mm-hmm. So the difference between giving up on a team and actively choosing a different one, I think, is key. I think I would That's give fair. up. I would give up on the White Sox if I were a White Sox fan, but I wouldn't pick another team. But like, do you, you would just still stop watching? Be, you would still be open to them if like the team got sold and it, the franchise got turned around. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas like what's happening with the A's, that's a like got to pick a new team situation. No, or like if somebody signed Trevor Bauer, yeah. like, yeah, Ugh. you got to just pick a new team. Like it's got to just be, you got to make a clean cut. You just got to get it be done. So like, yeah, but if yeah. like you need, yeah, if you need like baseball in your life, you can't just cut them out entirely. I'm, I'm totally okay with you saying like, okay, this year I'm going to watch 30, games of uh the Dodgers or 30 Diamondbacks mm. games or 30 just pick Marlins games whatever it doesn't yeah. matter you can always find something on a on a team to root for and connect with it's this from Jana thoughts and feelings on Samurai Los Angeles like it's incredibly cool, cool yeah yeah <laughs> it rocks like <laughs> it's probably gonna be you know like an iconic era of uh a, a, a baseball team you know like mm-hmm. Not even if you're just a Dodgers fan, it's gonna mm. be like 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 it, like the I think the the best comparison of the last decade was probably like the run the Astros had. Like, it's gonna d- define the franchise for years to come. But like l- a little less evil. It's a, it's a lot to say like, you know, they're gonna be like the Astros were. But it's like if anyone's gonna, it's probably gonna be them. I hate it because I can't like because like I don't want to hate it. The Dodgers are the are the root beer speech from Deep, Deep Space Nine. Like, do you? You get a little taste of it, and over after over time, it grows on you. Apparently not for Steven, though. The, the Dodgers uh, are root beer for me because <laughs> I do not like them, but I don't hate them. Like, yeah, I will drink a can of root beer every now and then if it's like in front of me. There's somebody from Philly. Just you'd like you have to make like a big production out of saying you're neutral on something. Like it's like okay, I don't know if you understand this concept, but I don't love it and i don't hate it (laughs) it's a weird concept it's a it's a weird it's this weird third thing where i don't know if i love it or i hate it but but i know i don't like love it or hate it yeah it's oh man amazing i'm glad i amuse you yeah (laughs) ens says which players would most easily translate to fall at new vegas npcs uh max scherzer is the easy easy pick here i think if we're gonna can do one, I was saying what's what's the most tanned player? Because I, I remember that game is the textures making everybody look really orange. Yeah, Giancarlo Stanton kind of has a face of like a Fallout NPC, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I kind of see bit. it. Is that the one where they're all freaks? Uh, there are other like the, Bethesda good ones one. that are worse. I mean, the, it, it was not made by Bethesda, but it's using the Bethesda engine, so it has those problems. But like, yeah, it's, it's the not only the good worst Bethesda yeah. game. It's the only game on that engine that's any good. Yeah. I don't think that's I don't know if that's a hot take at this point. It's the only good Fallout game. And there are well, no good Oblivion games. Uh, are there no good Elder Scrolls games after Elder Scrolls 3? Like Fallout 1 and 2 are still are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those of are the, the Bethesda era, though. Yeah, it's the yeah. only good one of those because it was not made by Bethesda. Any other ones? I don't know. Scherzer, Scherzer's my one that Scherzer's comes to my mind pick. immediately. Because, yeah, I just already, I already imagined that guy like riding around in a shitty truck with a dog like so <laughs> and it's he, just he, it works it's conceivable that he could like throw the baseball hard to, to like injure someone yeah i guess most pitchers you could say do that but like he I, he's more plausible to do that i think yeah he goes into vats and like knocks somebody's eye out yeah yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure i'm in on that new fallout show i wasn't i didn't want to be but 
Yeah, they got Walton Goggins as a ghoul. Ooh. Like, is it airing? Is it good? It's not out you, yet. I think it comes out soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm in on it. I'll 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 check it out because I can't say no Walton to Walton Goggins. He's Goggins. money. It's Walton Goggins. Anything he does. Yeah. yeah. He's he's like Margot Martindale. Yeah. Oh. Another Walton Goggins thing. So I named my cat after Walton Goggins character, you know, baby Billy and his sister yeah. Amy Lee. Today is one year with them. Oh, <laughs> oh congratulations. I adopted them a year ago. Happy gotcha day. Yeah, it's it's the gotcha day for for the babies. Like Billy's free of the FIP stuff. Hasn't read yeah. in like two months, so I think he's good. <laughs> That's great news. I'm yeah. I'm glad that they will be shoving their butts into the into your video camera for years to come. <laughs> yeah. God do they love that. God do they love that. Okay. Uh I don't have anything else this week. You got anything? No. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We should have bonus episodes. Oh fuck, uh, we should next week. So keep an eye out for that. All right. Thanks. Bye.